Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast, where we go behind the scenes of the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. On this week's episode, we are going to dive into a game-ending argument, a risky move by a rookie, and a shocking new alliance. And it just wouldn't be right if we didn't talk to the man that I think everyone has a ton of questions for. So Fessy Shafat is coming on later, and I can't wait to get his side of the story, and I hope he doesn't want to kill me. (laughs) It's all right. You already feel like death, so I guess that that works out well in your favor. Um, Yeah, I can't wait to hear what Fessy has to say, so we should probably get this thing started. Let's go. So, Tori, it's crazy. I know that you're hungover, but that is not my fault. However, Pizzagate is your fault. So you're going to have to do the time bomb today. It's 37 seconds of you trying to Mm -hmm. do this without throwing up. Yeah, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) It's 37 second recap. It's just going to be 37 seconds of me puking, actually. But here, let's do it. (laughs) All right, Tori, are, are you as ready as a hungover person can be? Yeah. Okay. Okay. In, I'm going to give this to you gently in three, uh-huh. two, one, go. Ba-da-boom, We pick up right where we left off. That's right. Fessy and Josh are still arguing. It's getting worse and worse by the second. The drink gets flown, flying in the place. What is a place? We don't know. We're still trying to figure it out as the game continues. Amanda is defending Fessy, though. That's where we really start to see the love spark up. I think that there's something in the air, or maybe it's in her hair. Maybe it's his hands rubbing through her hair. It's getting awkward. I'm going to continue to move forward. TJ comes into the house now, and he's like, what's going on over here? If I'm coming, it's probably not a good thing. Uh Uh-oh, parents came home from work early. House party over. Unfortunately, Fessy has to go home. I'm really excited to talk to him. I hope he doesn't hate me. Then I apologize in deliberation as well as Corey, and that was pretty difficult because we obviously felt really bad i thought i was going into elimination oh okay well that that was as awkward and as good as it's gonna get today folks um (laughs) i'm gonna not i'm not gonna give the play of the day to dory today because that was the most unathletic move yeah (laughs) you know how bad it hurt to even do that i mean your stomach i know tori's been going through some things we're gonna figure it out we yeah. have any um, gastroenterologists somewhere, <laughs> uh, we need you. Thank you. So Thank the you. play of the day, the best athletic move, I want to say, is Emmy. Yeah. You went and you picked Uncle CT. And to be honest, this yeah. man won the last season. Um, he's won seasons before. He's a monster in elimination. He yeah. probably won't go in this season. Who knows? Um, but by watching it, like, I got when I was there, she – 
it was like she didn't understand the game. And she, this girl knows what she's doing. Emmy. Emmy knows exactly what she's doing. She's got a good team of people behind her. You know, you right. see her getting I mean, really close to Devin. She yeah. gets really close to CT. Yeah. She's close to Emmanuel. Like, she has a team of people behind her. And, like, at this point in time, I was very close with Emmy, too. I think she trusted the vets a lot she was one of the Mm -hmm. only rookies who and you saw that in the beginning remember when she ran up to us and was like oh there's a list well yeah we all went on our middle-aged woman walk with her we let her come with us because she felt very alone but i think she's starting to yeah find out how strong she really is yeah and how to play the game like hey if i gotta if i know i'm gonna keep going in if i stick with huey yeah i'm out of here and who who's the best guy here ct Dude, it was crazy, too, because, you know, obviously all of this happens, and Emmy goes in there. She steals CT. Berna had no idea that CT was going around trying to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this game, obviously Berna's really sweet, but to go out of – like, I'm working with CT at this point, and he has that conversation with me where he, like, gives me the heads up that he's trying to get a new partner – and first of all, I didn't understand what he was saying, because when CT talks in the challenge house, especially when he's trying to be sneaky, he's like, so what I'm saying is, I'm yeah, just, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you need we'll to come with subtitles. And, you know, yeah, OK, that's literally what it sounds like. like. What? <laughs> Half the time I'm nodding. I can understand I'm, it. I'm like, I don't know what you said to me. I have no idea what you just said to me. He should come with a pocket translator, like a person 100%. that pops out and says, hear you, hear you. This is what the fuck CT just said. He, he just needs to come with subtitles. It's simple. I just need but, to read what the fuck you're saying. Give yeah, it, like, <gasps> it would be easier to have like a puppet pocket pop out of his pocket than a... A puppet pop a, out of his pocket. I want you to say that three times fast. A uh, puppet pocket pop out of his pocket. A pop... I can't. Yeah. I, <laughs> a puppet a, a pop puppet out of in his, his pocket, pocket, Anissa? Oh, my God. Right. It's more, it's more feasible than having actual subtitles follow him around. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's difficult. Listen. But listen, let's keep Dirtiest going Dirtiest deed. Let's just be honest. Okay. Yeah. You and Corey yeah. and this pizza. Yeah, I know. And I'm not trying to make I you know. feel bad. We're just trying to find the dirtiest deed. I deserve to feel bad. Okay. I deserve this hangover right now. I deserve to feel <laughs> bad. I watched my friend go home. And I know that people think, oh, that person can't be your friend if you do something like that. Dude, friends can fuck with each other. You know, we have this weird friend. All of us have this weird friendship. So it's just different because we've like I always say, it's like going on a first date and then moving in that night. We that's what kind of it's like forced friendships that then evolve over time. Yeah. And this it's just a weird dysfunctional summer camp. Yeah. A hundred. And when you're bored, you'll do anything. I mean, yeah. we can't leave this house. And obviously, you guys did seem pretty bored. Did you just get back from the club and everyone's just hanging out in there? That's exactly what it was. We had all gotten back from the club. And, I mean, you see a beer in my hand and I'm just like, I'm bored. You yeah. know? I mean, we talked about this last episode. You know, the camera guys were like, do it. <laughs> so, Fessy knew what I was doing. And obviously, he didn't want me to do it. I'm not putting any blame on anybody but myself for that. But, you know, it was a joke for sure. And it... We never yeah. know how people are going to react to things. Yeah. Like some people can take a joke and some people can't. So it made it made um yeah for it, a good episode. Yeah, but it also but just it created also, a lot of fucking yeah. bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, oh uh, pizza, 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 pizza. Pizza's the dirtiest deed. Pizza, yeah. Well, there's no daily challenge today on this episode. No. Yeah, because they split that one up. It's a big cliffhanger. But supposedly that episode got the highest ratings of the season so far. So well, I'm not surprised. I mean. 
<clears throat> if you look at it, like I know we're a competition show. I get it. I get what we've become. But we started off as a drama-based yeah. game show of your favorite personalities on MTV. Yeah. And the game has evolved, and I get it. We have to stay on top of it. But there's something um, that people love about seeing other people have drama. And it's like, I don't care if you're watching Intervention or My 600 Pound Life or you're watching Housewives or whatever reality show sparks your fancy or tickles it rather you watch it to kind of escape yeah so it's like oh okay well you know this last year's been shit so if I watch ah they're having drama on here let me just forget about the fact that you know yeah whatever's going on in my household and I think that that's that's what we provide entertainment yes and escape to some comedic relief yeah but this episode was like oh we're about to see two friends fight and we don't know what's gonna happen yeah, and it was nerve-wracking watching TJ roll up there. I mean, like... Always, every nobody time, always. wanted Nobody wanted that outcome at all, you know? I mean, I, I think... Ugh, and I felt really bad that it ended up falling down on Esther because, right, she's alone now. You saw what happened when you left. Logan went in there. Same thing happened That seems time. like that's what's going to happen every time if people keep getting kicked off and or injured. Yeah, because... That's what's to be the, assumed The agency it. only has to say one name, so... right. It's in the agency's best interest to, to you know. that person. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it, it works out that way because you can get hurt at any time or you can push the wrong person and Pizzagate all over again. Yeah. But watching it, I mean, I did get emotional. Like, that's a, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. And I think it was really beautiful that Fessy and Josh got to, like, open up and talk like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Fessy even saying, like, I've never won anything. Dude, you, Fessy's this person that you see and you're like, oh, he thinks he's the shit. You know, he's super confident. Yeah, he, he's definitely won everything. Yeah, and I think it sticks yeah. with him and I think it hurt. I mean, him and I have I've talked about it and and I guess that's why people wonder how we're friends now. But like after our reunion, after Double Agents, like remember when we all went out like him and I had a really, really long talk mm-hmm. um, and he shared stuff with me and I was just like, ah, oh, now I get it. But we put on these masks, you know, because like we know we're going to get it from the fans. Yeah. You know, we're already hard on ourselves as is. Yeah. And I just think it's a way to protect yourself. But yeah, he's a human being like everybody else. And um, I think this was the season where Fessy was going to make amends and yeah. try and undo all the wrongs that he's done. Well, the last season and, you know, try and make things right and good on him for trying to do that. Let's get Fessy on the horn. Let's talk okay. to the guy. Let's dive okay. into that interview because I want to hear what he has to say about it. And I'm sure he's got a lot. So yeah, let's take a short break. And then guys stick around because Fessy Shafat is about to come on the show. They say time waits for no one and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. 
Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the app store to prove it body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy delicious recipes so stop guessing and start seeing results with body and i'll give you 65 percent off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that cnn underscored named best fitness app so don't wait sign up for a year of body and save 65 percent just go to body.com that's body with an i.com And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. All right, folks, we have now come to our favorite part of the podcast where we get to interview a lucky guest. And today we have today we have a special guy um, who has become our friend and our brother. Um, So now here we have Fessy to uh, talk about what really went down in that kitchen. And is the pizza really that good? Fessy, welcome. What's up? We love What's you, bro. Up? Do you? Do you love me? I do. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you hate me? Mostly, I told people, like, because some people, after they saw the clip, they were like, you know, I, I thought you were cool with Tori, and she's doing that. And I, I said, I was like, honestly, we all fuck around and joke around in the house. Like, yeah. I honestly don't think she wanted to take it that far, you know, but it had been building up for... A week now. I think people didn't know the time mm. lapse of this instant because when I threw Amber in, the very next challenge, we all know challenges are like two days apart. So the very next challenge, 
um, was when CT and Berna won, and me and him still weren't talking. And then the next one after that was a couple days. So it'd been a week when Casey and Emmanuel won. So that was that just opened up the floodgates, you know, Amber, because me and Amber didn't talk either. So it was just all built up. And I don't even think, you know, people knew that. And then I think Josh just, because we went out that night, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think he, that was his moment to where he was like, everybody kind of felt not comfortable talking about it, but like, all right, now's the time to talk about it. So it all like erupted in the, that one moment. Dude, it was crazy. It was because, your fault. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, <laughs> I mean, it was, I do feel really bad. I definitely never wanted it to get to that point. Like you don't ever want to no, see somebody go but home. We're not, we're not in charge of people's actions too. So to be fair to yourself and to other people that like you're a grown ass man, Fessy, right? Josh has grown. Like, yeah, no, there's no excuse for us to do the shit we do, but like, that could have happened at a bar at home and y'all would have squashed it and shit would have been fine the next day. Like regular dude yeah. argument fight. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you- that's, that's the only thing that like, obviously I blame myself. I don't blame anybody. Um, I'm a grown ass man. I shouldn't put my hands on somebody. You know, TJ says that, but I think one thing I felt comfortable in the house with, you know, and I thought I consider myself like a very composed individual, but obviously you know, I put my hand on Josh, so I shouldn't have gone that far. But that's like Josh is used to getting in these mm-hmm. these arguments and these heated things to where, you know, it always blows up. So Josh and me hang out in real life. And I know you you guys hang out with Josh and Josh isn't like that in real life. No. So when Josh was like that, it was kind of like my best friend or brother in real life is like getting loud with you. And you're just kind of like, yo, calm down for a second. Like, it wasn't no animosity, even though we were yelling. That's just how when the, that game is very emotional in there. And me and him talk about everything in there, you know, and that's kind of how sometimes we express our emotions. We kind of erupt and then the next day we're fine. But, you know, TJ obviously said no hands on anybody. So, I mean, obviously I take full responsibility of it. You know, it was kind of a shock to me that I was leaving by myself. Mm-hmm. We all were in the impression that, you know, maybe me and Josh were leaving. Yeah. Um, together so when I heard TJ say that Josh was staying I was like okay maybe he's just giving us all a warning you know but I think the tension was so high in that game up to that point it was kind of like I don't want to say TJ had to make an example out of me but it was kind of like setting the tone like all right enough nonsense like I told y'all knock it off you know and it just it sucks that I had to I had to see the you know my game end because of that but you know I was, when, when you saw my face, when he said that I had to leave, you know, I was kind of like, it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to sit here and have a pity party because at the end of the day, it was, it was my fault. I could have controlled my actions. And if if I would have not done that, I would have still, still been there, you know? Yeah. It was just, it's so crazy because like it, it takes a moment like that to like really see deep into somebody and like I think this was one of the first episodes ever fest where you were so vulnerable like yeah and I think that like it sucks that you know you have to go you have to leave the game like that's that sucks but at the same time like if you have to see the silver lining it's like for anybody who's ever not or thought you were just an egomaniac or thought you had no feelings I think this is like Mm -hmm. the first time where we really get to see like there's something underneath there like I mean, you were crying when I came up into the room and you and Josh and Casey and Nani were all there. Like, you were crying, you know? And, like, I was like, damn, this is so real. 
So like, I don't know, what was it like for you to have that or open up like that? For for me, it was more because after the after the fight, I was more because we didn't even know who was going to get kicked off if anybody was getting kicked off that night. You know what I mean? So when I saw how upset Josh was, that was kind of what was really like bothering me because I wasn't even we weren't even thinking anybody was going to get kicked off because you know we were such close friends we just hadn't talked so I was more concerned with his feelings and him being so upset because you know he was going through it so once TJ broke that news you know I I mean it sucked it sucked waiting in that hotel room you know by myself knowing like I lost my shot again at like that's my third chance at a million dollars you know what I mean most people mm-hmm. don't get one chance at a million dollars so right. that's how that's how I was looking at it and I think you know like you said a lot of times I'm not I'm not shown being vulnerable I'm not in that state but I am I mean I turned 30 next month you know what I mean mm-hmm. I know you guys have been, been doing the show for a minute so you guys have your fair share of hardships you've you guys gone through but it's kind of been like that my whole life, not with hardships, but like losing, you know what I mean? You always, I'm used to losing, you know, you just got to learn from it and, and get better. So that's kind of how I took it. Like I shouldn't have put my hands on Josh. I was thankful for the opportunity, you know, to come on the challenge for a third season in a row. Like, you know, that was a blessing. Um, so yeah, that was kind of how I looked at it. Like it, it's on me at the end of the day. It just sucks that it had to end like that. It yeah. did. Cause I think that, this was a really good season for you. And as much as last season, you were like, I don't really care what anybody thinks about me. I'm like, you do. You are a human. Um, but well, you I could, care what you guys think about me. Right. Like but my castmates. Right. Because we're family. At the end of the day, we really do care about each other. I think yeah. that this is just kudos to you. Because I know last time you were on here, I gave you shit. But I just, you deserved it. Um, but <laughs> I think your growth has just been so tremendous. So for me watching it, like you came on during Ramadan, you were so, so disciplined in that and observing that and then sharing with us, you know, the stuff that you were, you were going through and why you were doing it. And you know, that's part of your actual life that you were bringing on. And then you're performing well, you have a great partner, you're supporting her. I mean, it's just, I, I've seen the growth and I thank you for, for showing us, this side of you because i love this no, I, I love this that. fessy this fessy yeah. is my brother like i'll go to bat for this fessy for me <laughs> what what uh i don't want to say miscommunication but i guess yeah like when i came on my first season i really didn't know much about the challenge besides the fact that i saw the clips of what the show was and i was like this is this seems like something i could excel in so when I came in my first season and I had people like Bananas and Wes and CT and I saw, you know, the way people were treating them like kind of like they've been there before they've done that, like that's the standard. I was just hell bent on proving myself my first two seasons. I wasn't worried about nobody's emotions, what people were going to think about me in this aspect. I was just worried about advancing in the game and setting the tone for how I'm going to compete on the show. And Obviously, when I saw the effect it had on other people on the show after two seasons I've done, that's why I came into my third season and I was like, okay, I get it. Everybody knows I can compete now. I got that out of the way. That was my main focus. I put that above everything to where, you know, I wasn't looking out for people's emotions and feelings. And 
it took me, you know, to my third season to realize, you know, it's more than just competing for a million dollars. We're all there. We all put stuff aside at home to come to this foreign ass country, you know, to live in this hellhole. Cause I mean, as beautiful as the house was and as amazing as the opportunity is, it is stressful being in that house, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a cut off from the real world. And a lot of people lose their shit in there. You know what I mean? So we yeah. kind of got to kind of got to help each other out in there. So I, I understood that, but it took me three seasons. You guys have, doing this a while and had your ups and downs. Lots of downs, Fessy, lots of downs. I mean, we have showed our asses, literally and figuratively speaking. Uh, My early 20s were, I was a badass, but I was also an asshole. So we've done it. But I was was surrounded by other girls that were just as, you know, like if it were you and like a group of guys, I think it's just because of you have such a big presence that people have an expectation of you to be one way. So it's... When you show them something different, they're like, well, what's, yeah. what's going on, you know? And yeah. it's great, but you have to, you know, like you, like how you did this season, you'd like ease into it and you, people will, you know, be, a, yeah. people will appreciate the growth and the time you've taken to learn from, from your mistakes. We well, all know you're good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It just, it just, you know, when everything starts to fit, it's like, okay, now that's the guy we want to root for. Well, one thing I'm thankful for this season, like when I was leaving, the reason why I was kind of like had no emotion was I was like, if, one, if it's my time, it's my time. Like it's out of my control at this point. I shouldn't have done what I did last night. It's in TJ's hands now. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, have a pity party. I, I shouldn't have done what I did last night. But the thing I was grateful for walking out the door was I felt like, I bonded and connected with my castmates this season and mm-hmm. like they, they, they got to see at least me in a different aspect because y'all didn't really get to see that my first two seasons on Total Madness. I oh, didn't yeah. talk to anybody Edit. on Double Agents. <laughs> I was hell bent on pissing everybody off and trying to win. Yeah. And then, you know, third season, I was a little more chill. So I, I was thankful for that. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm walking out early, not getting the chance at the money obviously hurt, but I was like, at least, my castmates got to know me a little better this season. So I was thankful for that. So I just saw Josh leave you some coffee because, you know, even though you guys can't see us, I can see him. It's safe to say you guys are on good terms. How long did it take for you guys to get on good terms? Like what's the situation with your friendship? Yeah. You, you saw the clip, you know, after the fight before TJ came to the house the next morning, me and Josh had made up. We were cool. It was just, we hadn't talked for a week and, we were just being prideful and no one wanted to come talk to each other first. But, you know, the moment we got back in real life, we've hung out. I went to Miami. He's come to Orlando. It's just me and Josh talk about it all the time. And we've always been close on the show. But as close of friends as we have outside of the show, like all my friends from back home I've known and played football with who know me inside and out, they don't know the, the TV aspect of me. Like when mm-hmm. I go away for months at a time, because we can try to tell them and explain it to them, but they're not going to understand. So that's something me and Josh have in common. You right. know, we talk about all the pressure from the show and having to pick up and go and live this crazy life. So mm-hmm. me and him have, have that in common. So, you know, it's it's like we're brothers. It's, it's crazy. And, you know, he gets upset sometimes because I pick on him or whatever. But, like, that's just how, how like it is. He's your little and, brother. And, yeah, that's how it it's is in Josh. the locker room, yeah. like growing yeah. up playing no, football. You just you joke with your closest friends because you know you guys can take it, you know. But me and him are fine. He just brought me some coffee. So. I know. So what 
what happens to the Big Brother Alliance now? Like, do you think going forward and the challenges? Because I'm hoping and, and sure that you'll be back. Um, I think that hopefully this will be water under the bridge for you because a lot of us have been in these situations. So say- I'm just, yeah, what, what I'm thinking and hoping is, is TJ knew it wasn't, it wasn't malicious, you know, obviously. I mean, when you look back been, at it, I'm just like, and, yeah, I was, you know, like even throughout the argument, I was laughing. I was sitting down. I wasn't yeah. charging him. You know, when I put my hand in his face, we were in each other's face. He was pointing his fingers at me. Like, obviously, I take full responsibility. I shouldn't have done it. But, you know, I think hopefully I showed enough composure, you yeah. know, and I walked away. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I And you, I, don't, <clears throat> I think it's it's honestly being there. I mean, I think we were all after you left. We were like, we can't believe that was the final decision just because I think it could have gone either way. And. I don't know. It sucked that I had to go the way that it did. I think it had built up all this stuff, you know, like, because this is two seasons in a row. So it's like, they're kind of like, yo, we told you before, stop this, you know? And it's like, maybe we, we get so sidetracked in the show. We got so much pressure on us with, you know, the elimination, the dailies, making the final, the alliances that, you know, it's not in the back of our mind that damn TJ said, don't do this. Yeah. And then we do it and we're like, damn, he did say, you know, not to do that anymore. And yeah. so that's why when I was walking out the door, I was like, regardless of the outcome, and we thought it could have went, you know, he could have let it slide or could have kicked me and Josh off. I, it's all on me. Like, that's how I looked at it. So I can't blame anybody but myself. Yeah. I mean, the growth is crazy. You know, like last season, you were owning the messy, walking around with a I don't give a fuck attitude. And now it's like even though this is a messy situation, you don't come across as the same person. Mm-hmm. Did you want to do that because people wanted you to do it? Or did you honestly feel like, yo, I just want to be, I want to grow? Well, honestly, you don't, I mean, you know, because you've been in this situation, but I guess the viewers, they only see the, the outcome of, you know, the, fi- the season. Like, oh, didn't win the final, didn't get it done. You know what I mean? But that takes a toll on your mental not not with how the, the fans see you, but, dude, I lost a million dollars or half a million dollars two seasons in a row at the last day, at the last final. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to come onto the challenge and get an opportunity like this, you see all the fans, oh, I want to come on the challenge, I want to come on the challenge. Like, we get to come on the challenge multiple times. So to come on two times in a row my first two seasons, and some people never make the final, and I make two and lose, and I consider myself, you know, a physical competitor that weighed on my mental a lot so coming into the third season i was like damn i'm blessed enough to come back for a third season in a row hopefully mm-hmm. i've proven myself to my castmates to where i don't have to walk around like you know fucking billy badass anymore right. i could i could just chill because at the end of the day everybody at least knows my worth in the game as a competitor yeah so i don't have to show i don't have to shove it down anybody's throat anymore <clears throat> yeah you know what i mean that's all i was trying to do when i came in because you bring 30-something people from all over the world, all these different TV shows. They all have their own egos. They all have their same skill sets. So I was just overly excited to, to show my abilities. You know, mm-hmm. so coming into my third season, I was like, I could chill now and just vibe out with my castmates, enjoy this nice-ass weather, this mm-hmm. nice-ass house. So that was my mindset, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This all started when you threw Amber into elimination. You know, like this is where this whole thing built up from. And Mm -hmm. 
like walk us through your rationale for doing that and then also do you regret it now seeing how it transpired so the only the only thing i regret about the amber decision is maybe i didn't see it through another angle and that angle is because i didn't trust amber b because i didn't have a relationship with her in the house me and her never spoke it was awkward obviously the shit went down with us on double agents and then i had heard on a podcast i don't know if it was a podcast she did with you or whatever that she got asked if she was going to work with big brother moving forward and yeah. she was just laughing and i think was it with y'all i think she, it was with us yeah and then anisa was like you should see her face right now so i was like when i saw that i was like okay obviously i didn't get insulted by it but i was like noted right. moving into the season noted yeah, yeah. And then she was an alternate. So at first I was like, everything was running smooth in the game. And then she came in and we had already built our alliances and, you know, kind of clicked up. And then so Josh was excited. She was there and, and he was partners with her. So I was like, all right, this is kind of kind of weird. Um, so if walking back on the confessional, she was really rocking with Big Brother, it was a stupid decision by me if she was really going to ride it out and be loyal to Big Brother. Right. Because that's how she was talking in the confessional. So it makes it seem like, damn, maybe she did think that. But what I saw was me chilling around the house and her laughing, having a good time with Devin, CT, Kyle, Corey, Jeremiah, yeah. Josh, and not talking to me at all. I'm not saying that's her fault. Obviously, it goes both ways. I could go talk to her. That was, I was like, I'd rather take this shot and then get messy now than in two fucking challenges, she wins and throws me in. And now I'm like, damn, I left her in the game when, because all the other girls I was cool with, that was the problem. It was like, if I don't say Amber, who am I going to say? Some rookie? Yeah. I understand that, but I was really close with the rookies at this point. I was like, I don't see any of these rookie women like voting me in right now. I feel like they would definitely say another name before me because I had built strong relationships with these rookies. Right. And that's something you don't see on the episodes because, you know, there's 30-something people, and there's daily challenges, eliminations. So you can't see all these relationships yeah. uh, blossom and stuff. So that went into my decision. Yeah, there's so much that goes into every single decision. I mean, there's not enough airtime to talk about every single thing. There's just, there's not. And so it sucks when, you know, you have to defend yourself all the time. But it's it just is what it is. So obviously, you were really close with the rookies, and you had a great rookie partner. You had Esther as your partner, and she had your back throughout the entire Big Brother implosion. So, like, mm -hmm. how do you feel about Esther and, like, what was it like having her as a partner? Esther was amazing. I, I remember um, I was a little nervous when she first picked me because when she came to unlock me, she wasn't saying anything. She wasn't introducing herself. She was, she was just unlocking me. So I was, like, kind of nervous at first, but then after we finished the challenge and we did pretty decent, I think, obviously, Anissa and Logan won that. Yeah. You came in yeah, we did. Third, right? Or yeah. fourth or something. Yeah, third. So, but Esther and I finished like sixth. So it was like, you know, pretty good. So I was like, all right, that's fine. You know, we, we did good as a partner partnership. But I kind of liked how she was just ready to get to work. And I think the biggest difference between this season, having a partner and like last season was Ooh. I was coming from a rookie season and coming into the season with partners who've done it, you know, way more than me. So I was still in the, the mentality of trying to prove myself. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why, you know, I, I kind of was that way on double agents because I was just held bent on that. Whereas this season when Esther picked me, it was kind of like she already saw, she was the new 
new partner coming in and saw what I could do. So she was, she told me straight up, she was like, Hey, after she picked me, um, she was like, Hey, I'm a little nervous because obviously before we were picking, everybody was going over the names and said, you know, you're a little hard to work with. And I said, listen, <laughs> Esther, get, just give me one challenge, you know, to prove to you why, like, why you made a good decision because I was willing to get to work and I'm just glad she gave me a chance. That's all I'm saying. Cause she was a great partner for you. Like when we had a hang mm-hmm. upside down and she had, she just memorized every damn thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she was yeah. willing to do, she's she smart. was willing she's to do very, whatever. She's very smart, very composed. Yeah. Um, and she's just, she's like, knows the task at hand. That's, that's the one thing she likes that grit and that, that drive, yeah. you know, she was like that new rookie coming ready to prove it to herself, her family, her, her country. And, she was just really driven, you know, yeah. and that's one thing. A lot of people come on the show and they're driven, you know, but some people, you know, they love the challenges, whatever, but some people are like, all right, let's go make another TV show yeah, and, TV and show. fuck around. Yeah. Esther was there to win the million dollars and, and you know, that, that was our goal. So it, it was, it was nice and refreshing to like have her in the game wanted as bad as I do. And I know everybody who leaves everything at home, to come into the game, obviously wants it really bad, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, but I really saw that on Esther's face and that, that drove me to, to, you know, just push harder. Yeah. Yeah. She was fucking awesome, dude. And she almost won that hall brawl. Like the second round, saw, yeah. she almost hit that. So if she would have hit it, she would have beat Emmy that round for sure. And I think she's a monster. I was very, very surprised about when I saw that elimination because obviously TJ uh, made me go home before that elimination, so this is my first time seeing it. Mm-hmm. But Emmy's, dude, Emmy's like five ten. Like yeah. she's like one athlete. She's, she's an athlete, you know. And Esther's probably five three, and she's got a lot of fight in her. But Emmy's definitely got the size on her. So I was like, I thought you know Emmy was gonna just truck her, but Esther would just had her wrapped up and it was a, it was a fight. I was Esther really was like an Esther. octopus in there. Yeah. And that just shows you her, her grit and her drive because, yeah. you know, obviously Emmy was just standing up, walking her down, but Esther was holding on to her for a minute. It looked like, you know, like, yeah. And even to think about like how she said she hadn't done any contact sports before and she went in there and she fucking, she was not afraid. You know, we've seen yeah, plenty of people. not afraid at all. We've seen plenty of people going, and maybe <laughs> she was, but she handled it well. I mean, we've seen a lot of people going to hall brawls and it not look like that. And they had done I hate you for before. it not look like, it didn't look like that. It didn't look like she, that. <laughs> well, she also said in her, um, in her um, interview, she was like, you just learn to adapt. Like that was, that's what I was taught. Like you get something yeah. that you're not used to and then you have to adapt to it, which I think is, an incredible skill to have, especially on the challenge, because all, I mean, day to day you have to adapt. Yeah. Adapt to your friends being assholes. Adapt to somebody stealing your toothpaste, toothbrush. Oh, yeah. my God, my my bathroom overflowed again. I think that is one of, I, I tell people that all the time, is one of the biggest things playing the game of the challenge is you, you have to know how to adapt and how to react fast, because... You can try to control the game and have your whole gameplay mapped out, but the, the reality is TJ's going to throw a t- twist in. Somebody that you didn't expect to win is going to happen. Somebody's going to go home because of injury, and it's going to be a, a single female's elimination. So 
you just got to be a quick thinker on your toes and just be ready for for anything on yeah. this show. Mm-hmm. So now that you've gone home, which is super unfortunate, I got to know who you're rooting for and who you want to go home. And you can save me, Fest, because I just fucking deserve this shit. Um. No, honestly, like, even though whatever happened with me and you, like, I know you had the, me and you had talked about, you had the 37 on your arm and stuff, and I, you know what I mean? Like, I told you, I was like, damn, like, well, let's see what it's about. You know, yeah. this is your season. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, I wanted to see Josh and Casey go far, um, just because of how much hell we went through this season, you know, as an alliance and how much shit yeah. we went through. I was like, it would be nice to see them see them at least cap this messy season off with at yeah. least a win. You what know about your, wait, what about your girlfriend? Didn't you want her to win? Amanda? Ooh, is she your girlfriend? <laughs> no, nah, we're just seeing what happens. Oh. In Mexico. And that's what we're calling it. What yeah, are we, we're doing are we a little date? see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Somebody was like... Uh, well, not somebody, literally everybody was like, <laughs> Wes messaged me, Devin says something at dinner, he's like, hey, don't be knocking on door when this shit gets messy and blows up, blah, blah, and like, I'm like, I'm to the point where it's like, we Talk sign it. up for these TV shows, we seen how messy my season was on Double Age and this, like, everything's already messy as hell on when it comes to the challenge, so like, if me and Amanda are vibing out, like, enjoying each other's company... Like, let's just see what happens, you know? Like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but... I respect you know. it, dude. I really do. It's so hard to keep yourself... It Like, how do you... We get judged for every little thing we do, and people love to tear shit apart. So I have a bunch of respect for how you're handling that. I mean, like, I was just asking him if he wasn't... He was rooting for his girlfriend, too. That's what I was asking. <laughs> well, like, honestly, I'll tell you this, and you guys might be able to contest this, is when you get, when you get judged so much whether it's from tv or whatever and it just it makes it so much easier to, to do what you want because yeah. it's like you, they're gonna talk and say the shit no matter what yeah so it doesn't even matter it makes my job even easier of doing what i want because it's like even if i were to try to please them or the fans or, or the world they're gonna have something to say so why not please myself and do whatever the hell i want it's inspiring dude it really is like there's a sense of freedom that comes when people don't fucking like you because then you don't know them shit you're just like all right mm-hmm. but i'm gonna do me mm-hmm. i've had that experience literally for the past couple seasons on the show you know because so much of my life has changed publicly so i mean it is crazy it's it's pretty freeing that's um, what happens when you grow up on this thing yeah and, and it's painful kind of, for sure 20s. yeah but you it's know? definitely I mean, free yeah if you don't develop a thick skin by now, the challenge is not for you. Yeah. So we just have one last question for you, Fess. Actually, we How have two. How much do you love us? <laughs> no. Okay, that wasn't it. <laughs> so you talk a lot about Ramadan and how you were fasting. Uh, Would you just like highlight mm-hmm. that a little bit and talk about what it was like to do that during like a competition show? Yeah, I mean, it's always tough just because obviously you can't eat or drink water from sun up to sundown for 30 days straight so people are like wait you can't eat for 30 days i'm like no i could eat when the sun goes down but all throughout the day as the sun's up no drinking water no consuming any you know anything so yeah it's it's tough because in that game we're obviously competing physically but there is a lot of downtime there is a lot of whatever and we kind of use food as our as our comfort tool you know like Oh, we're bored. Let's eat. 
I know he was hungry. I know he was so upset. Watching you guys eat. Did you just really make a pizza? So I finally get to eat. Like Ramadan was over. I put my pizza in. Can't wait to eat it. (laughs) And then Chloe says to Amber that I ate her pizza. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to enjoy my first meal of the day, man. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm Honestly, I watched this back. I feel so bad. I'm never going to do that again. Like, I feel Dude, so I don't, bad. People tell me that, like, hey, you should be mad at Tori. And you were, I think when you saw me in New York, you were like, because it was right after the episode, you were like, kind of like being awkward because you're like, is he going to be pissed at me? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't, I've seen it all. Like, I watched Double Agents back and had to watch all y'all's confessionals about me. So <laughs> I was like, dude, if we could get through that. We could get through anything. Aww. Yeah, dude, it's been crazy. Oh, you're a good. I have a lot of respect. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for you, for real. Anybody? I mean, I was just trying to come on my first two seasons and make a name for myself. Y'all been on there season after season. I I mean, I I think people knew who Fessy was from Big. I mean, your name is original, and people thought you were cute. Yeah. Jemmy was like, "Yo, is that Fessy guy gonna be on the show?" I'm like, "Girl, I don't even know who you're talking about." Everybody thinks I'm cute. Watch out. All right, all right. Okay, you are you are cute. Thank you. We've learned to love you, Fessy. I'm so excited. Yeah. To see what what comes from all of this. Me too. Not this fight. I mean, I'm just, like, I'm excited to be a part of this this family now. You know, I came in my rookie season. Like I keep saying this, but you guys know, like they bring in fresh set of rookies, and none of them stick because they're they're just they're not it. You know, they they looked apart and they can't compete <laughs> or they don't. They just. Yeah. Whatever, and I so was like, "So you're trying to say that you're it?" I'm, I'm it. That's, <laughs> I'm, that's all I'm trying to say. Is look at me, okay? Just hey. look at what I can do. Listen, no, I'm just kidding. If you don't believe in yourself, no one's going to. For right. real. Um, so we have one last question for you, Fess. The question that we ask everybody. So this season's called "Spies, Lies, and Allies." So from this episode, who's the biggest spy? Who's the biggest liar? And who's the biggest ally? Hmm. Shit. Spy is like the someone big, to watch out for, which would probably be Tori. Listen, I know what the word spy means, Anita. I know, but it could have been something And I'm going to have to say spy is going to have to be a tie between, obviously, Tori and Corey because they <laughs> fucking yeah. plotted that shit. And, you know what I mean? They ran and got Josh. Yeah, that was So, funny. whatever. Um, Ally, I would say definitely Esther because Esther had my back oh, 100%. Yeah. And, like, we saw... I'm not gonna say you, Josh. Ally, I mean, you just got in a fight. Uh-huh. Hello, Josh. So, Josh is there. He can't hear you. I, I know. I forgot you had they AirPods said, in. They said, "What's up?" Um, but definitely Esther, because you know, all throughout that argument, whatever that night, I was walking, sitting on the couch. Amber was trying to come up to me. Esther was like, "No, don't talk to him." <laughs> you know, she was trying to. I mean, she did throw the drink, but. She was trying to be like, don't talk to my partner. She had my back. So it was, it was refreshing to, to have somebody ride for me like that. Oh, and yeah. what was the other one? Lie. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, for sure, Tori. She told Amber I ate her pizza. That was a <laughs> bold-faced lie. Fuck. I'll take it. Honestly, I'll take it. I deserve this. I deserve it. I really do. Listen, Fess, we love you. I'm so we sorry about what happened this season. And... I owe, I owe you one. I owe you a big one. I'm going to send you a pizza in the mail for sure. 
Um, right. Oh, there's Josh. What's he doing in the window? Oh, still wearing a hat that you probably had before he had it. <laughs> the one Fess. thing I will say is that that he is like a big brother. Fessy is definitely like that because Josh has bought every single thing that Fessy has. <laughs> oh, my God. Coffee this morning, huh? Apple? <laughs> <laughs> he said, did Esther bring you coffee this morning? Oh, he, got, he got mad because I called Esther the biggest ally on that oh. Well, on the episode, yes. She's, they're talking about the episode, if we had to stay on the episode. Yeah. Oh, God, Josh. We love you. Fess, where we're can about, we... We're about to get into it right now. Fess, where can the people follow you, and how can they support you? Uh, Fessy Fitness, anything. Instagram, Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, and then do you want them to subscribe What happened to the OnlyFans? My OnlyFans? I, listen, everybody knows about OnlyFans. If you don't... I mean, y'all both know the hype is real. Y'all, yeah. y- y'all out of both people, I don't got to tell shit to y'all two people. I, so thought, y'all know, I thought you meant the hype about OnlyFans, not about you. I was agreeing I'm to saying, that. like, oh. people know. Yeah. It's, it doesn't got to be said. What, <laughs> hey, what, what do they say? What's understood doesn't have to be said or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. Sounds like a little <laughs> sounds, uh-huh. sounds Sounds real. Cool. Well, Fess, thank you so much for coming on the show. We love you, dude. And yeah, we hope to see we you We support soon. you. And we're going to send you pizza. We'll just bring it to Orlando. Yeah. All right, y'all. All right. Thank love you. Have a good day. Later. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. And we're back on Dealing Together where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith. And we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, 
where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. It was so refreshing talking to Fessy, finding mm. out his perspective, where him and Josh are now. I mean, yeah, our friend has grown in front of our eyes and he yeah. has, he's grown up and I'm, I'm really proud and, and happy that they're still friends and happy that they could work through it. Yeah, I agree. That It's tough, dude. And I think he's handling it all so well. And I respect anybody who takes responsibility for any of their actions mm-hmm. because, you know, he could have he could have been mad at a lot of people for that, for sure, yeah. especially me and Corey. And he's just kind of chalking it up as like, you know what, shit happens. Like it was supposed to be a joke. So I have a lot of respect for the way he's handling this. And like it makes me appreciate him a lot. Um, well, also, we have a challenge confidential that may, I don't know, shift your perspective a little bit. Yes. Uh, and listen, I think I'm about 95% sure about this, but in the 5% So this that is wrong, a 95%. <laughs> but I could be wrong again. Accurate. If, if I'm wrong again about who ate the pizza, then it's just bad. But I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that the person who actually ate the pizza was Priscilla. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm going to DM Priscilla and yeah, ask, ask her. her about it. <laughs> ask her. Because I think it was her. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. It and was then I'll come back rookies. next week and I'll let you know. Or I'll just text you today um, yeah. when you're feeling better. Yeah. It let me know. Um, mm-hmm. Priscilla's hilarious. and uh, I think she's great. A, yeah. Such a great competitor. I can't wait for everyone to see kind of like what she does coming up soon because no I spoilers, just, I, but she's I just, she's a fun, And she's also an amazing narrator. So. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for being beautiful, Priscilla. I say it every, I think I say it every I episode know. now. I yeah. can't help it. She's stunning. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Anissa, where can we follow you and Stop send Stop trying you- to send me shit. No, okay. Do you know how many cashews? I got so many nuts and so many pickles in my DMs. <gasps> I got a lot of dictionaries, okay? Did you really? Yeah. Oh, they're listening. I love it. I love it. It's just, thank you guys all for sending me those things. Yeah. Um... <laughs> They can find me and send me what, Tori? Go ahead. Find Anissa and send her pictures of pizza. Yay. <sighs> yeah, it's Anissa MTV. You know the drill. <laughs> A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V on Instagram. <sighs> There's no reason to look for me anywhere else because I'll be on the gram. Yeah. Um, Tori, where can they find you and send you Pedialyte? Yes. Oh, my God. Send it. And a new stomach. I almost said my address by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, that would have been bad. Uh, At Tori underscore deal. If you can somehow figure out my address, please drop off some PDLA. I really need it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It means the world to us. And also, thank you for watching. Don't forget to send us your listener questions. And make sure you watch new episodes of The Challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies every Wednesday. And then go behind the scenes with us the next morning on MTV's official Challenge podcast.
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 